in minutes now past 8 o'clock. And time for this week's Letter to Hong Kong, which comes from Alvin Young, Civic Party legislator. The following program is a personal view program. Dear Georgie, you were only 10 the last time I saw you a few years ago. And to this day, I still remember you asking me what yours and Hong Kong's future will be like. Each year, there's one day that dictates the direction Hong Kong will take in the coming year. And that is when the chief executive delivers his policy address at the Legislative Council. As a concerned Hong Kong citizen, I'm sure you and your parents will have paid some attention to the things C.Y. Leung had to say. And there's a certain expectation for the chief executive to leave a harmonious and decent legacy with their last policy address. But knowing C.Y. Leung, this is pretty much impossible. Of course, he has claims, big claims, that he has fulfilled everything he promised Hong Kong people before he became chief executive five years ago. It all sounds very beautiful and pleasing to the ear. But really, all his claims are but empty, unfulfilling promises. A good number of people in society have been demanding for universal pension, not necessarily because of the money, but because it is a right. C.Y. Leung has promised Hong Kong people that he would fight for such an inclusive scheme. But he has once again betrayed what little trust we have. What he has proposed in the policy address is merely a minor improvement to the current CSSA system. Yet, that is not even where the frustration begins. His so-called improved scheme screens out those with assets of more than 144000 for elder singletons and 218000 for married couples. In doing so, he is penalizing those who prepared and saved money for retirement, something most Hong Kong people do. Georgie, you have to understand that society is not comprised of only grassroots. There are also those who have few assets but no income upon retirement. Yet, these people need the pension to help them with their livelihood. But what is more important is that this is our way of repaying our elder generations for their contribution to the betterment of society. It is their right. This updated system poses as the greatest discouragement to those who have a habit of saving up. A government's duty is to protect the interests of its people, but what we are receiving are half-hearted attempts to improve our lives. Perhaps this is his advice for us all? To not prepare for the future and have the government take care of us. Besides welfare, land supply has also been an important concern for us. Again, he tries to give solution to this problem by proposing a seemingly reasonable trade-off. While the government includes new areas as part of our beloved country parks, certain so-called less important areas within the original country parks will be sacrificed as residential land supply. This suggests that Hong Kong can make use of these previously untouchable lands by land developers. Our country parks are scarce and precious resources that should be protected at all costs. This kind of trade-off will only open the floodgates and Hong Kong will truly lose its remaining greenery and biodiversity. Thus, I cannot help but be suspicious of this proposed direction. Because people have tried previously to take advantages of these areas. And I do not doubt that they will attempt again with the government's winding stance towards protection of our country parks. 
I do not wish for my grandchildren or your children to witness a Hong Kong that lives up to the name of concrete forest. This only proves how little Si Wai Leung understands Hong Kong people. If he believes his lightly veiled schemes will be able to fool us all, he must think we are even more gullible than young children like you, Georgie. On the note of children, do you know that he thinks that the right path to a more peaceful Hong Kong is a thorough consolidating one country, two systems, and promoting basic law to students? What a joke. If there's anyone who defies and ignores one country, two systems, and a basic law, it would be C.Y. Lam himself. Those who are supposed to know the law best are the ones that fail it the most. He and those officials in power are the very people who breach the law in public. But once they retreat into the shadows, it all turns to dust. So instead of pushing the blame of social unrest upon the shoulders of young people, our officials ought to be re-educated in the spirit of Hong Kong's core values. In short, what C.Y. Leung was doing during the policy address is no different to a student holding out the year-end report card and claiming that they had done a marvellous job without even opening it for a glance. And of course, instead of a straight A's, what we see are red marks of use. He has deliberately neglected addressing his greatest political achievement during his term, complete social segregation. For all his superfluous claims of his great deeds and future plans, he has really merely improved the packaging of his lies and empty promises. I hope, Georgie, that you'll learn that not all adults in a prominent position fulfill the promises they make. But I can promise you that I will not turn back on my promise to you or Hong Kong. <laughs> 